Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is December 22nd, 2020. And on this date, back in 1963, Tom Flores became the first Raider in franchise history to throw for 400 yards and six touchdowns in a single game. Just another historic mark for a pioneer who needs to be wearing a gold jacket sooner than later. Well, today on The Morning Grind, we're going to talk about some more impressive individual accomplishments, specifically the 2021 Pro Bowlers for the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll talk about who's in, who's out, and of course, everyone's favorite topic, who should be in. Let's get to it. Okay, guys, let's just start with the procedural stuff. For obvious reasons, there is not going to be a 2021 Pro Bowl game. So just like many other things in our current world, it's going virtual. And while I'm sure that's disappointing for both fans and players alike, it is no doubt the right thing to do as our country still battles the COVID-19 pandemic. But all the same, there are going to be some really, really cool things happening virtually the week of the Pro Bowl. So make sure you guys tune in for all that. Okay, so without further ado, who is in for the silver and black? Engineer Jim, drum roll please. The Raiders will have two representatives in the 2021 Pro Bowl, tight end Darren Waller and running back Josh Jacobs. Congratulations, gentlemen. Very, very well deserved. So let's just start with D-Wall, shall we? As we look at his stat line with two games left to go, Darren Waller currently has 93 receptions, good for 967 yards and eight touchdowns. And to put this kind of in perspective a little bit, Darren has more touchdowns than he did in 2019 and already has more receptions than he did a year ago with two weeks left in the regular season. Additionally, the physical tight end leads the team in receptions, targets, receiving yards, and the big one, touchdowns. And the thing to look at Darren's 2020, when you kind of look at it in totality, and obviously I know we still have two weeks left to go, but when you look at it right now, the thing that to me is the most impressive about Darren Waller's 2020 is that he's not sneaking up on anyone this year. You go back to 2019 and you can make an argument that defensive coordinators were still getting used to Darren. They were still discovering just how good, just how freakishly athletic this guy is. Well, he's not sneaking up on anyone in 2020. That narrative is gone. If you are a defensive coordinator in the NFL, if you are getting prepared to play the 2020 Las Vegas Raiders and you're looking at what they do well on the offensive side of the football, it's Darren Waller. It is number 83. There is, you know, no disrespect to any of the other wide receivers on this team, but it is no secret that D-Wall is option number one out wide. And still, 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 he's putting up freakish numbers. He's putting up cartoon, Madden, whatever video game you guys play. He's putting up those type of numbers. Like, it really is just kind of hard to overstate how impressive Darren has been in 2020. And the people who vote for the Pro Bowl have noticed as well because he is headed to his first Pro Bowl, and it is very, very well deserved. And in terms of, you know, where Darren ranks in the upper echelon of tight ends, and the conversation that we always have is it's Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey. Those are the two guys. And you can kind of mix and match and, hey, this guy's number one or this guy's number one. I think that consensus, the consensus would be that they're one, two. And Travis Kelsey is a legitimate baller. This dude is unreal. You look at what Kelsey's done since he came in the league the, the past couple of years in particular with the Pat, with Patrick Mahomes. He is an incredible football player. 
but just for my money, and I know that I'm a little bit biased, I would rather have Darren Waller on my team. Really for the reasons that I laid out a second ago, where Darren comes into every game and he knows that he is the number one option out wide. Defensive coordinators know he's the number one option out wide. Defenders on the opposing team know he's the number one option out wide. And still, week in and week out, this dude puts up incredible, unreal numbers. And like I said, no disrespect to Kelsey, but you look at the, the options that Kelsey has, the weapons on that Kansas City offense. And is he the number one option? I mean, is some weeks he very well might be. He's got Tyreek Hill, Miko Hardeman. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he has dudes on that offense that can take some of the pressure off of him. And as I said, this is no shot at anyone else on the Raiders offense, but everybody knows going into every game day, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever it is, Darren Waller is going to get his. And if he gets his, it typically spells good thing for the silver, silver and black as a whole. But I'm just going to get out of here on this before we move on to Josh Jacobs. Over the past three weeks, Darren Waller has totaled, are you guys ready for this? 425 receiving yards and three touchdowns over the past three weeks. Congratulations, Darren Waller. Very, very well deserved for you to be going to your first Pro Bowl. And another guy headed to his first Pro Bowl, Josh Jacobs. It's good to see that Darren won't be lonely in the virtual world as he's going through all the Pro Bowl festivities. And with two regular season games left on the docket for number 28, Josh is currently on pace to hit 1,000 yards. As of today, as of this recording, 245 carries for 907 yards and an obscene 10 touchdowns for Mr. Jacobs. He ranks sixth in the NFL in rushing yards, and he's tied for sixth in rushing touchdowns with the aforementioned 10. And once again, when I look at Josh's year, and we still have two weeks to go, so the numbers will become more inflated as we as we carry on through the end of the regular season. For the second year in a row, Josh has been the dog in that rushing attack. And we know that Josh is most effective, as most other guys in the NFL are, when they have guys who they can you know kind of lean on, where they can take the pressure, a little of the pressure taken off of them. But make no mistake about it, Josh Jacobs is the guy in the Raiders rushing attack. He is the guy that makes it all happen. And I don't know if there are many running backs in the league right now, many running backs that you can just say, hey, this guy needs to be fed. Feed him, feed him, feed him. And Josh has entered into that conversation. He has. He has 100% put himself in the conversation with the upper echelon, the elite running backs in this game. And I know that the perhaps the big explosive plays haven't been there in 2020 for Josh. I get that. But when you look at what he has done week in and week out, let's not forget this. He has been incredibly available in 2020, which is so hard, especially for some of these big time running backs. You just get banged up. And I don't think there's any, like, I don't, I don't know if there's anyone who would tell you that Josh is 100%. I don't think Josh would tell you he's 100%. But he has gutted it out week after week. He has put his best foot forward for this offense. And he is playing a really, really, really good brand of football right now. And if you're a fan of this team, if you're a fan of the silver and black, you have got to be so fired up about what the future has in store for young Mr. Jacobs. And, and we were talking about Darren, too, where you go into a game as an, as an opposing defensive coordinator, and you know that Darren is the number one guy out wide. Well, when you look at, go into a game with these 2020 Raiders, you know that they want to get the run game going. You know that Josh and this big offensive line is so crucial to what this team wants to be, who they want to be. And Josh has been the catalyst for that all season. All season, he has gotten his touches. He has made the most of them. Healthy, not healthy, in between. Anything in between, I should say. 
And he's been really, really good. Really good. And as I said, you know, when I think of Josh, I just think of such a, you know, this is such a sports cliche, guys, but just such a workman-like mentality. Where you hand the ball up to Josh, you're getting four, five, six yards. And it might not be the sexiest. It might not be the most dynamic. He might not be, you know, having these 95-yard runs where he's juking guys and this and that. Stiff arms like Derrick Henry, anything like that. But he is so efficient and he is so effective. And when I think of the type of player that Coach John Gruden wants, it is a guy like Josh Jacobs who you hand him the ball and something positive is going to happen on that play. And as simple as it sounds, guys, there are not, there aren't many players in the NFL where you can just hand them the ball, throw them the ball, they can drop back. And you know, nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, it is going to result in the net positive. And Josh Jacobs, thankfully for fans of the Las Vegas Raiders, is one of those guys. So congratulations, Josh. Very, very well deserved. The future is bright for both Josh and Darren. We couldn't be more excited, more proud of both of those guys. So that's the good news. Two representatives of the Las Vegas Raiders headed to the Pro Bowl, the virtual Pro Bowl, I should say, in 2021. That's the good news. News that is not so good, news that kind of bums me out a little bit. You guys know where I'm headed the snubs. So let's look at the two Pro Bowl. I have two guys, and let's be honest, there are a long list of guys on this Raiders team that are deserving of Pro Bowl honors. A very, very long list. But I'm going to just, the two off the top of my head, guys that should have been in the 2021 Pro Bowl, starting with Rodney Hudson. And I don't know what it is. I really don't. I need someone to explain to me, someone who knows more football than I do, why Rodney never gets the recognition he deserves. We talk to people much smarter than I am. We talk about, we talk to X's and O's guys and gals, and they all say the same thing. If Rodney Hudson is not the best center in the NFL, he is in the top one, he's in the top two, he's in that top, he is the cream of the crop in terms of NFL centers. You've heard Derek Carr say time and time again, Rodney is the smartest football player I've ever played with. We've heard it from his teammates. We've heard it from coaches that this guy is the engine that makes it all go. But yet again, no Pro Bowl nod for Rodney Hudson. And I do not understand it. I really, really don't. And this is no disrespect to the guys that got in. No disrespect to them whatsoever. I am just here asking a question, pulling for our guys, wanting answers as to why year after year after year, it feels like the most the most underappreciated man in the NFL remains underappreciated. That's guy number one. Player number two, another guy that I think is worthy of being in the 21-21 Pro Bowl, kicker Daniel Carlson. And I know, I know, I know that the competition is stiff in the AFC. I understand that. That is not lost on me. There are a lot of really, really good kickers in this conference. I, I can totally understand that. But let's for a second just remember, this man, as of this recording, 28 of 30 on field goals and perfect from 50 plus. Perfect for those of you who didn't hear me the first time. Dino Carlson has attempted four kicks from 50 plus. All four of them have gone in. And we hear so much about how in today's day and age, you need to be able to make the long ball count. You need to be able to connect from 50 plus. That's where you're going to make your money. That's your bread and butter. And this guy is perfect. And when you come in from 50, only two missed field goals on the year. He has been that good. And listen, 
I don't know what you got to do to make the Pro Bowl if you only have two missed kicks. But hey, Carlson has done more than enough, in my opinion. And he, you know, he's had an incredible career. Excuse me, an incredible season. And not only that, I think when you look into what happened to him last year, where he had the ups and the downs, and the season didn't go to plan for him, for Daniel Carlson to bounce back in 2020, for him to put together on paper the type of year that he put together this year, simply incredible. And in my humble opinion, a Pro Bowl-worthy campaign. But I digress. And listen, all in all, though, a podcast of celebration, a day of celebration yesterday for the silver and black. As we do celebrate the guys that got in, we celebrate Darren Waller, we celebrate Josh Jacobs, we celebrate their incredible individual campaigns, because as I said, very well deserving for both of those guys. But ladies and gentlemen, remember there is still work to be done over the next two weeks for this team. And speaking of that work, the Raiders were back on the practice field this morning, getting ready for their Saturday night matchup against Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this is The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.